You're listening to the Hustled Up Podcast, a lifestyle and business podcast jam-packed with tools and tips to help you navigate your business, career, and life as a goal-getter, big dreamer, and multi-passionate doer. Grab your coffee, turn up the volume, and get ready to hustle up. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of Hustled Up. I'm Laura. I'm Holly. And we are so excited to be here with you to chat about all things life, business, success, all that stuff. Um, Just real quick before we dive in, I would love to remind you to rate, review, and subscribe if you've been listening and you love what you hear or you're getting any value from this podcast. We would love if you could just take five minutes, not even, and just quickly write us a review. It helps us and get our message out there so much better. Um, so Holly, before we dive into the topic, how was your week? Well, my leg really hurts and that's all I can think about right now because I got a tattoo yesterday and I love it, but like, damn, the aftercare of a tattoo, it just sucks, you know? It does. It's like, I don't think people realize how much of a freaking pain in the ass it is, but if you think about it, it's like an open wound. Like you're tending to an open wound for two weeks. It's crazy. It's a crazy thought, honestly. It really is. It's a crazy thought, but Today, it's always the day after I feel that's always the worst, you know, like my whole leg is sore right now. My muscles, my skin, like feels like it's burning. So it's not great. But like, overall, I'm doing fine. It was a pretty good week. Um, you know, we, we started to get some work done for the business. I'm under a bit of stress. Like I'm, I'm a little stressed and anxious. But you know, I'm hanging in and I know, uh, you know, a few, a few days of stress doesn't mean it's a bad life, you know, so I'm hanging in. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, and your tattoo does look sick, by the way. She was getting it done and me and our friend Alyssa were like, oh my God, I want a tattoo now. It's like, they're really so addicting. It's like potato chips. You can't just have one. Yeah, no, you. it's, I, people who only have one tattoo confuse me. I know my brother, who's got like the most addictive personality ever, only has one tattoo. And I'm like, I don't get you, sir. Doesn't make sense. Does not make sense. No. And um, Holly and I are actually, I don't even know if I should announce this, but like, uh, whatever, I will. Holly and I are getting bestie tattoos uh, in what, October? The beginning of No, August. No, September. September. September, yes. Yes, we are getting bestie tattoos, and I'm not going to give away what we're getting, but we're super, super excited about it. I feel like it's about time that we have them. Yeah, it's it's long overdue. So we already had a couple of, like, matching ones, but they were, like, Friday the 13th tattoos, and they don't have any, like, sentimental significance or whatever. So we're doing something a little more, like, unique to us, and, you know, I'm actually going to be the one designing the tattoo, so... It's going to be really fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I seriously can't wait. Um, but that sounds cool. My week was honestly the same. It was like definitely a mixture of stress, trying to be as productive as possible. Um, I was dealing with some serious back pain this week, so that kind of hindered me a little bit. Um, but we did go to the pool on Friday, so that was really a good time. And I've just been, you know, really busy, I feel, between – work and trying to implement all these changes, which again, we are going to do a whole episode dedicated to what it's like to try to scale and grow a business and implement changes when you already got so much skin in the game, but that's for a whole nother episode. Um, but between that, I've been crafting my little fingers off because I have a craft fair coming up this Sunday for the dizzy ears. So I feel like it's just been nonstop. 
yeah so it seems like we're both kind of going through the same the same like the same stuff as always as always (laughs) no literally oh and we did see a movie last night which we can we could tell them oh i don't i don't know if this makes me like un like aware or what but like i hated it we saw nope and normally i love jordan what's his name jordan peele jordan peele normally i love his movies and this one i don't know if it was meant to be horror or meant to be a comedy because there was so much comic relief to the point where it was like more funny than it was scary but i also have just and this is a spoiler alert so if you've never seen it and you plan on it fast forward a few seconds just because i don't want anybody to receive a spoiler and be upset but i just feel like aliens don't scare me and so it was already like I was set up for failure right from the get go. Um, so for me, like I went into it thinking I would be scared. I also didn't even watch a trailer. I didn't see a trailer. I didn't watch anything about it. I was just like, oh, a movie by Jordan Peele. Let's go. So I don't know if that was what like, like maybe maybe if I knew more what I was getting into, I wouldn't have been as disappointed. I don't know. But I really didn't love it. I, I felt that it was a little slow. Um and again, aliens aren't really my thing. I felt like some questions were not answered, or maybe they were, but I just didn't look into it deep enough. To be honest, there were points where I was closing my eyes, so <laughs> so it wasn't like my favorite. So I personally don't. I wouldn't see it again. You know, not my thing. Yeah, no, it was it was a no for me too. I definitely did not enjoy it, which is so crazy because every Jordan Peele movie has been so amazing. Which I'm sure some people loved it. It just was not my cup of tea. Not not my favorite movie. Yeah, same. I totally agree. Um, But anyways, let's dive right into the topic. Today, we will be talking about, we're titling it, Get Yourself an Ashley. Now, if you don't know who Ashley is, Ashley is our right-hand woman with the business. She is our ride-or-die chick, our star pupil. (laughs) Like, she is literally our everything when it comes to the business. So if you know, want to know why it is so important to get yourself an Ashley and all the things that she does for us, stay tuned. We just had to interrupt this episode super quick to let you know that this podcast is sponsored by Choisamore LLC, Long Island's boutique, full-service cleaning and organizing company. Spring cleaning season is here, and now is the time to schedule your deep cleaning so your home can be tackled from the inside out. Window washing, what a pain. And it could be super dangerous to climb those ladders. So schedule your appointment to have the inside and outside of your windows washed as well as your screens. For more information or a complimentary estimate, visit ChoresandMoreLLC.com or give a follow on Instagram at ChoresandMore. Okay, so we are back, obviously. (laughs) Okay. Um, Ashley, as Laura said, she is our star pupil, our right-hand woman. And since we've started hiring employees, it has been difficult navigating um, what makes a good boss versus a bad boss versus a strict boss versus someone who is respected as a boss. It has just been overall very difficult. So we have found some ways to basically treat our employees well. It has been so much trial and error. We have done so many mess ups, but we've done a lot of trial and error. And Ashley has been as our like the person right under us she, what do we call her now i forgot her uh, the general manager a general basically. manager field supervisor we've had so many names for her yeah it's like she takes a lot of weight off of us and we will probably give her a, a few more responsibilities as well so we continue to grow but 
we basically think it is really important and I think that it's even more important, honestly, if you're a solo business owner because it's and, and ready to hire. Even if you, to be honest, even if you're a solo business owner and you really kind of plan on staying small, it's always good to have somebody to help you because you need somebody, A, that you can vent to. You need somebody that you can trust. Um, and one of the biggest things with Ashley is that we trust her. First of all, I trust her more than anybody else at this point. Uh, she's been with us the longest, so that's part of it. But also, you know, she has just proven herself to be extremely trustworthy. We gave her a key. She is the one who drives the one company car that we do have, even though that's something we may not be doing much longer, but that's for also another day. But we trust her with the employees. We trust her that she will, um, you know, communicate with us. Even just last week, you know, they were involved in a small Uh, her and her teammates were involved in a very, very minor car accident, which is scary as a business owner, you know, and especially one where your employees are working away from you. Uh, You want to make sure that you have people you can trust that will communicate to you if something bad happens, you know, and um, even our other employees, which I'm not mad because I probably would have thought to do the same thing. We're like, oh, like, just put the bumper back in place. Like it was like slightly out of place. And just, you know, let's continue on with the day. But obviously, Ashley was like, no, we're going to file reports. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And thank goodness she did because uh, we ended up having to go through insurance to repair the car because there was some internal damage that we didn't see. So it's things like that that are it's so important. And realistically, you should find employees you should trust regardless. But let's be real. That's not always going to happen. It is more likely that it will happen if you are treating them right, which we'll, we'll, we'll show you what we do. We'll, we'll tell you what we do, you know, in a little bit. So stay tuned. But yeah, first thing, first reason why it is so important is because you want somebody you can trust. Totally. Trust is, I feel like, the number one important, like most important thing for sure. Um, but other than just trustworthy... Ashley is also extremely, extremely reliable. There has never been a time, and I cannot say this for most, for a, a lot of employees, you kind of, and again, I don't, I don't mean this as a, you know, disrespect to any employees. However, even when I was working jobs that I wasn't super into or I wasn't, you know, super motivated in, um, you know, it's just sometimes it's a roll of the dice on whether people are going to show up, whether or not they're going to call out last minute, whether or not they're going to be there on time. It's just how it goes. And that's never a question in my mind with Ashley. Like if Ashley says she's going to be there, she is going to be there. She's going to be there not just on time, but she's going to be there early to prep the car and set up the team for the day. And, you know, even the couple times that she has called out, it's never a question of, is she lying? Is this real? A lot of the time she'll call out the night before because if there's even an inkling that she thinks she's not going to be in, she doesn't want to screw us the morning up. So she'll give us even more notice. So really just going above and beyond by being so reliable. I never have to worry about her. Yeah, she also helps us like if we're um, running late or a team is running late or if we need her to stay late for an extra job or whatever, she usually says yes without hesitation. And it's just so nice to have somebody who like truly cares. You really want all of your employees to truly care and be reliable, but it is so difficult. I mean, honestly, you're never going to find a perfect team, I don't think. I mean, people have their flaws, but 
I don't know, just having that one person that you can like really just go to with anything. You can really rely on them. And, and like I said earlier, trust them. It's so important. Yeah. And it's important because, well, hold on. I'm, I have notes here. Um, you know, and this is more something that obviously is important because I don't really trust all of my employees with this stuff. I, in fact, I don't really talk to my employees about this stuff. Um, but we can trust her with business decisions as well. And I can't tell you the amount of times we vented to her just about either a client who is giving us a hard time, another staff member who's giving us a hard time, um, just overall day-to-day operations, you know, stressing us out, last-minute client cancellations, whatever it is, like, we can really just, like, vent to her and, like, like let her have it and she knows the inner workings of everything and she totally accepts it with open ears and we also will ask her hey like how much time are you taking at this client what should we be charging you know she'll she'll help us determine pricing she'll help us determine certain operations as you guys have you know we've told you we're going through tons of changes right now in our business and it's been very stressful but we've been able to kind of confide in her and say, is this a good idea? Is that a good idea? What do you feel about this? And she is very honest to the, to the point where some people might find it to be a fault, but she does not lie. She will tell you exactly what it is, whether it's a good idea or a bad one. So it's been really nice to have that with her. Yeah, for sure. I feel like that is a mistake that a lot of business owners make that I've seen where they make all the decisions themselves, which yes, as a business owner, you have to have the final say. However, your employees are the ones out there in the field experiencing things. They know a lot more than I think people give them credit for. So why wouldn't you ask them for advice? Why wouldn't you listen to them when they have suggestions to make? There's always room for improvement. So if your employees are going to make suggestions, why not be open to them? Yeah, I think that it's really important to, and like, Honestly, when all of me and Laura are very lucky in that we both own the business. So we are able to, we don't have as much weight on us when it comes to decision making because we're able to help each other with that. But if you're a solo business owner, making all of the decisions as a business owner is a huge weight on your shoulders and it it can become very overwhelming and stressful. So having someone to kind of help you see it a different way or even just agree with you and say, yes, that's a good idea. That's really important. I think it's important to have somebody that can help you do that. I agree 100%. I don't know how, like, I always tell, like, solo business owners, I'm like, how do you do it? <laughs> I, do, I would not, we like, I would not have this business. No, like, I would have given up, honestly. No. Just not having somebody even to vent to, and how lucky are we? There's three of us to vent to each other, because like we said, Ashley knows all the interworking, so we can all vent to each other, bounce ideas off of each other, and so on and so forth. Yeah, it's been really good, you know, and obviously, like, we... <laughs> Our relationship goes beyond just work at this point, but, you know, it took a lot of bonding and a lot of communication and a lot. It took a lot to get to this point. I don't think it's something that's going to happen overnight. I don't think you're going to hire somebody and immediately be like, I'm going to vent to you about all of our clients or I'm going to vent to you about this or can you help me with that? Like, obviously, you have to build trust as you go. Ashley has been working for us since, I think, what, Laura, 2019? So yeah, it's it's been a process. Like it's been a long time and she was actually referred to our company 
by my cousin. And when she first started working for us, I remember I told him, I was like, "Mm, yeah, like I can maybe put her on a day or two a week and like whatever. And she barely said any words to us when she first started working because she, she herself has some social anxiety and things like that. She's just pretty shy, but I was like, I am tearing down this wall and, you know, and then eventually like some trust started to come in and we started to bond. And then we started to like, not only were we learning that we could trust her, but she was learning that she could trust us as her bosses. And it is so important to make sure that not only are you like relying on them and like trying to earn their trust, but you know, they have like, I'm sorry, you're trying to get them to earn your trust. But you have to make sure that you earn their trust. Wait, am I saying it right? I'm getting confused. <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah. You you gotta earn their trust too. Yeah, it's it's basically give and take. It is so important. And so after a certain amount of time, you know, we we just kind of said like, hey, this is like she's fucking good. And we were waiting for that. We wanted that when you know. First of all, every other job I've ever worked the boss always had an Ashley and even I was the Ashley to a few other bosses. And I was like, I need that. We need that. I remember telling Laura, like we need that. And it kind of happened out of nowhere, but like it, it's so important because it really does take so much stress off of you as a business owner to have a right-hand person. They don't have to own it with you. They don't have to, you know, have a stake in it or anything, but like, as long as it's someone you can rely on, you can trust, who's loyal to you, who you know isn't going to go behind your back, who's going to poach clients, anything that, you know, your worst nightmares. And trust me, things like this do happen and it gets scary. So, you know, having someone like that and just someone to, like, help you make decisions, make have them basically reinforce and um, I can't think of the word, but, like, basically validate kind of like yeah validate your feelings they tell you like hey you're doing this right you know like you're this is a good idea that helps too you know so totally i think it's super important and um we do we do a lot to try to make our employees happy it's been like i said a lot of trial and error but i think that there are reasons ashley has stuck around for as long as she has she does tell us sometimes I have no plan B and I'm like okay (laughs) that's good enough I'll take it Uh (laughs) we also tell her though we're like listen you're stuck with us for life get comfortable because you're not going anywhere so we've already made it very clear that like she and because um you know for those of you who don't know she is technically family because she is dating Holly's cousin she literally can't go anywhere (laughs) No, she can't. I don't know if I recommend, I don't know if I recommend telling your new hire that they're stuck with you for life, um, for HR purposes, probably not a smart idea, but it is something that we do. (laughs) And she says, yeah, I know I have no plan B, so it's fine. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Hopefully hopefully the folks know I'm kidding. (laughs) Yes. And it is so important to, it's so important to make sure like that you're keeping your employees happy. You know, like it is so important to make sure that they have a reason to stay. And so there's a couple things we do. Laura, you want to you wanna tell them what we do? Yeah. Well, the most important thing, which I'm sure you guys are going to be like, well, duh. But you'd be surprised how many uh, people don't, is to give frequent raises. And 
offer a competitive pay because let's be real guys nobody wants to work for minimum wage anymore most people cannot even afford to live off a minimum wage because gas is so high groceries are so high the cost of living has gone up so much and especially in a job like this where it is very physically demanding and it's hard work you have to make sure that you're offering competitive pay and giving frequent raises because if you're not your people are going to look elsewhere at the next place who's doing those things. Yeah, it's absolutely correct. And it's, I think that I, honestly, our employees, I say this all the time, our employees make more than us right now. And I'm like, that's not how I remember it when I worked for corporate. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought that the, the business owners are the ones sitting on their asses doing nothing and making tons of money. Boy, was I wrong. Yeah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I was totally wrong. But we, it took, and again, this did take trial and error because for a while we were like, okay, we're just going to offer minimum wage. This job doesn't require an education and blah, 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 blah. And we quickly learned that, A, cleaning houses, cleaning businesses, cleaning whatever is hard, hard physical labor. And it can even be mentally exhausting. So anybody who cleans, I have so much like respect and admiration because I, it, it's humbling when you start cleaning and realizing how difficult it truly is. So they do deserve way more than minimum wage. But also we were like, well, maybe we can't afford to pay more than minimum wage. But that's where you say, okay, I need to cut expenses somewhere. That's where you need to look at your fixed and variable expenses as a business owner, which we can get into finances another time once I master it because I'm still learning. But this is where you say, how can I be able to afford my employees what they deserve? Because you have to value them. And you can't just say, I value you. You have to show them that. And obviously money is the biggest motivator. That's why anybody works, you know? Exactly. And like, you know, and if you can't afford it, perfect example is what Holly just said. Our employees are making more than us right now. But if that's what it's going to take to keep good, trustworthy, valuable employees, then that's how it has to be as we grow. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And, you know, eventually the money will come back to you. But in order to keep them around and keep them happy, the most important thing is to make sure you're paying them a good livable wage. So, all right, I'll move on to the next one. The next one. And this is so important. It's so, all these are important, but this one is so important. Thorough communication. I cannot tell you how many jobs I worked for, big and small where I did not have access to my boss. I did not uh, feel like I was being communicated with enough. I felt I've had bosses that I felt like were passive aggressive. They didn't pull me into their office or pull me aside and tell me what was up. Instead, they would try to communicate like in the group or whatever and just be passive aggressive about something. I absolutely hated that. That was one of my biggest pet peeves. Anytime I worked for somebody else. Um, And I've even, I mean, I'm sure businesses like larger scale businesses, you know, it's harder to keep track of things, but I've had bosses that didn't even know who I was. They didn't know my name. And I'm like, okay, this is not like, I don't like this. This is not how I, I like it. And I didn't feel, you know, comfortable being in my own place of work because I felt like I wasn't being communicated with thoroughly. And this is where it gets uncomfortable. You have to make sure that you're communicating good and bad. So with Ashley and all of our other employees, if there is a complaint, I immediately text them and I say, okay, what happened here? Why do we have this complaint? 
And usually I text Ashley first because if she was the one, you know, on the team for that day, you know, she's the one who I know is like overseeing and making sure everything is done well. So usually I'll confide in her first. What happened here? Why did this go wrong? And I will tell her what needs to be different or what needs to be changed. Or I'll let her tell me what happened. And I'll say, and I can go back to the client and be like, well, this is why this happened. Or, you know, this is what it is. And if back when we first started our company, I felt like I was always a little nervous to talk to my employees about complaints because it just feels awkward. Or if you, if they need to be reprimanded for something, it just felt weird. And I always wanted to be the cool boss, the boss that everybody loves. But if you're not, if even with the bad stuff, you have to make sure you're encouraging them to do better because everybody can improve every day. And so I think that's like why it's important to also make sure you're communicating the bad stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause there's a way to do it. You know what I mean? Like I would rather a boss tell me what I did wrong so that I could fix it and not make the same mistake again, as long as they communicate it with respect. Because as Holly said, there is nothing worse than that passive aggressive boss who is just nasty but doesn't explain how to make the situation better. So even when we have something, uh, you know, negative to communicate to our employees or they need to be told to do something a different way or to do something better, more effective, we always speak to them with respect. We do not disrespect them because, again, another mistake I think a lot of bosses make is they think that they are on a different level than their employees, and that's just not true. The employees are the ones producing the income, busting their butts every day. So as long as you communicate with respect, it's okay to communicate about the bad stuff. In fact, that's even more important, I think. Yeah, and I think that like being able to do that also helps your employees see you as a boss as somebody who wants them to do better. You know what I mean? And it kind of gets, I think it makes you get more respect. I really think. Yeah, absolutely. Cause you know, even if it's a job that you don't see as your career job, I don't know about you, but I'm always trying to improve. And I think most people are always trying to learn and grow and improve. So if we can help people by being straight up and honest and communicative with them, why wouldn't we? Totally agree. I couldn't agree more. So going on the whole respect thing, another thing that I think is so important, and we do this with Ashley tenfold, but we also do this with all of our employees, is listen when they have advice to give. Because again, I already kind of communicated this, but you know, they're the ones out there. They're the ones out there cleaning these houses. So again, if they have advice to give, just listen with an open ear. Don't always assume that you know best. Yes, you're looking at it from a different perspective than they are. So ultimately you get the decision making. But if your especially supervisor has advice to give, listen and make it clear to them that they can give advice because maybe they're afraid. Maybe they tiptoe around it because they think, oh, you're going to get mad if you you know, if they tell you what to do or they tell you something could be done better. But I love it when we get advice from the employees. I'm like, yes, please. I'm a work in progress. Tell me more. Yeah. And they, and like you said, they're in the thick of it. Like where, as we grow, we are less in the field. We are less communicating. We are less seeing what these houses are looking like or how long they take to clean or 
whatever the case is, they're the ones doing that physical labor and they're the ones doing that field work and earning our money. So it only makes sense to listen to their advice. That doesn't mean that you have to take it all the time, but you want to make sure that they feel welcome to give it to you um, whenever they feel like it's something that they, that could benefit the company. Exactly. Just because you listen doesn't mean you have to take it, but if somebody's giving you tangible advice that'll benefit the company, then do take it. Don't let your pride get in the way that, oh, you didn't come up with this idea, so you're not going to take it. Put your ego aside and, you know, that good advice that comes, take it no matter where it's coming from. Yeah, welcome it, honestly. Um, okay, what's next on my list here? Okay, this also kind of goes with the whole, like, employee communication thing. Um, but I think it's so important, and this is something I never, ever got, ever. <laughs> like, every job I worked for, I never felt this. But you always want to make sure you're showing them how much you appreciate them. And that doesn't mean, like, oh, you have to, like, give them rewards or, like, give them a bonus. Like, listen, small business owners don't have that kind of money to be doing crazy things all the time in terms of money. But sometimes it is so important to just say, hey, I, honestly, I do this every every time I work with employees in the field. Because I'm not, you know, Laura and I aren't totally out of the field yet. So if I work with employees and I sense I felt that they did a great job that day and they were hustling and they worked hard, I always pull up into that driveway at the end of the day and I say, thank you so much for working so hard today. Have a good night. All this, every day that I, I, that I work with them, I always say, thank you so much for your hard work today. And if they get compliments, forget it. I'm posting praise in our company Facebook group, but I always make sure that they know that they are appreciated and that we value them. And if they're doing a good job, we always make sure to let them know. And that, that goes such a long way. I feel like a lot of company owners don't remember what it felt like to be an employee and to be, and to be per- someone that didn't feel important, that didn't feel valued, and that didn't feel appreciated. Exactly. And you know what? It costs not even a freaking penny to shoot a text or say in person, hey, great work today. Or just, hey, I appreciate you. I literally did this with Ashley the other day. Our car is in the shop and we were waiting on a rental car and we needed her to drive her own personal car. She has no obligation to do so. It's not in any contract. It's not what she signed up for. But she, out of the kindness of her heart, said, yes, I can drive my car. And just sent back a, I appreciate you. Thank you. Such a simple, small thing that at least I hope went a long way and does go a long way. Just a simple, good job. Thanks for your hard work. It's that little sign of appreciation that just means so much, or at least it always did to me. The few chances and times I did get it, which is very far and few between. Yeah, I mean, it would definitely be, it would be good for me. So obviously I feel like it would be good for the employees. Well, I mean, who doesn't like to feel valued and appreciated and cared about? You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's going to incentivize you to work harder. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I work harder when I am, like, encouraged. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, yes, you criticize when you need to, but you got to also make sure you're encouraging always. Could not agree more. Okay. So, the last thing that I have on my list is to always remember to boost company morale. Nobody works. Nobody wants to work for a company that just doesn't have good morale. You want to incentivize them, whether or not it's through monetary means, whether or not it's through gifts, appreciation. 
we personally love to spoil our employees with little gatherings or trips. For example, we always throw a huge company Christmas party. Last year was a little too huge, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> our bank account was hurting after that one. <laughs> but uh, we also always do, in the summer, we do a company barbecue for them where we provide so much food and snacks and drinks. We replay games. Uh, last summer, we also, we were really into the spoiling last summer we also paid for and took our employees to a six flags trip the theme park in new jersey and we even shut down the business for a day so that nobody would have to work we could go on a weekday and not have to stand in crazy crazy lines so you know it doesn't always have to be monetary but it is a fun little way to spoil your employees to just make you know boost that company morale going on trips and having parties and stuff like that it also develops camaraderie amongst your employees. And I really do feel like a team that has fun together then works well together. I agree 100% with everything you said. I don't even really have anything to add. You kind of hit the nail on the head. It just, it betters the relationships between you and your employees and it betters the relationship between the employees themselves. And that creates less company drama. It it, there are less fights. There's no clicks or anything like that. I can't tell you how many jobs I worked for where there were clicks and I just felt left out and I hated it. So it is so important to make sure that you are boosting that company morale and creating an awesome company culture that people will love. Exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, girl. All right. Let's move on to the Monday morning affirmation. And I pulled this one up because as I did say in my weekly recap, I've been dealing with some anxiety this week I've been more anxious than normal more irritable and um so I really like this one it says I am not my anxiety these feelings of anxiety will pass simple 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 I am not my anxiety these feelings of anxiety will pass and I think that all business owners probably deal with some form of anxiety and I'm so sorry for that because it sucks. <laughs> but it is also easy to forget that anxiety is temporary and that it's going to pass. And I mean, at least I'm guilty of that. When I'm feeling anxiety, it feels so permanent and it feels like it's me. It's like who I am in that moment. Like I am that anxiety and that's not true. And I think it's important to remember that those feelings will pass and it doesn't define you. And it doesn't define you as a person, as a business owner, as a spouse, as a daughter, as a mother, as a father, a son, whatever. It does not define who you are. And those feelings will pass and you'll find ways to cope with them. So whenever you are feeling it and you're feeling, it's feeling rough, just say those words in the mirror and, you know, try to remember that. I love that. Honestly, I could take that advice, too. I was getting some chest pains earlier this week. I was like, am I dying or is this anxiety? I hear you. Like, sometimes <laughs> it gets it gets rough. If, if it gets bad, it gets pretty bad. So, you know, it's crazy. It's love crazy. That. Yeah. All right, Holly, where can the folks find you on all things social media? Okay, so y'all can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Planning and Polish. Oh, it's my turn. Oh, my God. I'm out of it. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok, too, because remember, I made everything similar at Laura and Natoli. You can follow this podcast on Instagram at hustle.podcast. 
And if you feel so inclined, go follow our business Instagram at Chores and More. And we're also on TikTok at Chores and More. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) If you like what you heard today, if you want to send us any topic ideas, if you have a question, if you want us to answer something on here, whatever, I don't care what it is. You can send us an email, hustle.podcast at gmail.com, or you can always slide into our DMs on Instagram or, um, you know, any of our personals too, but whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. As always, we had so much fun chatting with you and we hope that you go kill this week. Bye. Bye.